Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. fiction okay welcome back to in no particular order so we are back a little bit sooner than normal because we had to do that special j cole episode but now we have another episode that wasn't planned unfortunately and it's something that we didn't want to have to talk about but um in any event i am evan the third host i'm joined always by d mac yes sir so yes, this sir. time i'm sorry oh you were speaking i'm sorry <laughs> no you good, good, good. i just said we're good because uh, we're back at you this time, and we're a, a little bit late in this conversation, but with life going on, us being adults, we didn't have time to do this yet. But we did want to have a special episode here on, on a regular day to uh, talk about the life and, and career of Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Yes, sir. One of my favorite rappers. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be our DMX Summit. Um, and I will uh, admit here that of the two of us, one of us have actually heard a full DMX album, and that is not me. What? I've never heard of a full DMX album in my life. Maybe, like, I've heard parts of it, like, in the car with one of, one of my brother's friends or something like that, like, riding back in the day. But I've never owned a, a DMX album in my entire life. Damn. Did I say I, I, I didn't respect what he did in a fan of his music to... But just for whatever reason, I never um, watched any of his. I mean, I never heard any of his full albums. I was. Um, were you aware that there is a connection to, to DMX and and uh, Michigan? No, I know it. Uh, his movie Crater to the Grave, I believe that's one. Maybe oh, not. Yeah, was based on a novel by Donald Gones. Goins or Gones, who was a, a writer from from uh, Detroit. Um, not Care to the Grave. It looks like a, a good ass title. Uh, I think I got it like on my bookshelf here. Like, book this face off. Give me just a second. I do have it on my bookshelf here, and, and it's a great book, but Never Die Alone. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen that movie. That is a film adaptation of a, of a book by Donald Gomes. Even for people who aren't vivid readers or like enjoy reading, not not the shot away from DMX, but but Donald Gomes got some good ass books, bro. And they're short and quick reads, because uh. Donald Gones, much like DMX, had a substance abuse problem, and he would write his books because his publisher would pay you as quick as you can put a book out. So he would write like five books a time to support his heroin addiction. Yeah. So he he was knocking them holes out. He would write like two books a month just to get yeah, like him. Yeah. Um. 
So I guess because you've listened to his music more than I have in regards to albums, where do you think that we should start in our uh, DMX tribute? tribute some? Uh, I will go towards uh, go towards the beginning. I start with uh, his first album, "Is Dark and Hell Is Hot." Great, great title. Yeah, super great title. Uh, he was a uh, on that album. It was already happy songs. I know the majority of the songs was already like recorded, pre-recorded before he even dropped the album that he had to, some songs he had to make. Uh, like the Rough Riders anthem that was on there, right? And mm-hmm. if you, I don't know, did you see the, uh, BT Rough Riders, uh, biography? No. I, I don't have BT. Okay. But. On the Rough Riders, on that, cause they had Rough Riders and they had No Limit on it, and, uh, No Limit on another episode. On the Rough Riders one, the, the Rough Riders anthem was literally a bet. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a bet with the, the executive producer, D and Y. They, you know, they own Rough Riders and all that, and it was, I forgot what the bet was on. It was either dice, a card game, or something. But X lost. You know what I'm saying? And when he lost, they was like, yo, you gotta do this beat. You gotta do this song, or whatever. And X didn't want to do it because of the fact that he looked at it like, what the, before, even beforehand, he didn't want to do it because he said it was too short. Like, there's nothing, no substance about it. But it was like, man, just do the song, da 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 da. So he go in there, kill it, you know, side drive, open up the shop, do his thing, and then all of a sudden it became a major hit. Yeah. And he didn't even think it would be a major hit because of the verses on it. He was like, man, because they're so short. Yeah, they yeah, not, yeah, they were. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So he was just like, they so short. They was just like, oh, I didn't want to do it. They told me to do it. I do it. They say it sounds good. I'm just still like, eh. And then all of a sudden it became a hit. Uh, Get At Me Dog was on there. And that was the song he had already previously had recorded as well. And that was the drive. No, that was, that was the first initial hit. Rough Rise Anthem was the initial drive to push it over. Really? Yeah, uh, the first one that I recall hearing was a uh, Rough Riders anthem. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, I mean, dog was like rhymy, um, like underground type gotcha. hip hop shit. The video was like underground type shit. But he dropped that, dropped them two solos, two uh, singles, then. Gave you the full fledged album. Um, my favorite song, I got a lot of favorite songs on that album, but <laughs> it, it was just genuine. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you this, with the, with that album and with all his albums in general, he always had a prayer. Now, yep. with the prayer Aaron, uh, he would say, I'm gonna go with the, the artist, he would say a gospel track. Because he be, it'd be a prayer, and then after that, he's like, my Lord, the Lord, and one of the songs. So, 
that's that's one of the things that really followed me with DMX because he was dark, like super fucking dark, but also very dark. light at the same time. Like that was an interesting contrast. Now that's what's called a dichotomy. Now how J Cole uses yes. it, that's a dichotomy. <laughs> <laughs> now I mean dichotomy. Yo, he still hit it right, man, because nah. he means division. As long as you got, that's, that's not what dichotomy means. That's what that's what it means. It means two opposing things coming together. Families aren't opposed coming together. It's the opposite. They're they're together and now, then things drive them apart. What I really mean the division. Okay. I don't know. Like <laughs> I don't know. What I really it means is like division and then it gave you another another uh, example of it. But I mean that's what I read. That's at least that's what I read. <laughs> Hold up for a second. Okay, Google. Define <laughs> dichotomy. Dichotomy is used as a noun to mean a division or contrast oh. between two things that are or are represented as being opposed or entirely different, as in a rigid dichotomy between science and mysticism. Do you want to hear a few synonyms for dichotomy? No. So, based, <laughs> based on Google, it says a division. Yeah, but then it goes on to say against two things that are seem opposed. Yep. Sorry, I didn't understand. Oh, because I wasn't talking to you, Google. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that's I a whole other it. point. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. I mean, the 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 division, the the rap, the the verses, the dark verses he put down. The dude was talking about fuck. He was talking about. He said something on a verse, fucking a corpse. On right. my blood. Right. Yeah. That shit was dark. He was talking to the devil in one, two, and three, I believe. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the first one was, told me uh, before. the snake, the rat, the dog, the, the, the dog. I'm trying to say. The, the, the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. How you gonna see him if you're living in the fog? That mm-hmm. shit goes so goddamn hard. And it's so biblical, too. <laughs> it is, it's very biblical. People who are church people these days only focus on like the really positive aspects, but there's some dark things in the Bible. And DMX focus on the darker things, but you can still be a Christian if you're kind of talking about the darkness. Because a lot of people who are Christians, myself included, struggle with different afflictions and different addictions and different darknesses. You can still be a Christian, but the, but the Christian part of that is coming out of that on top. And yeah. fighting that temptation, and that's what DMX was talking about. Yeah, that shit was crazy. And when I play the blood of my blood, I like that. That uh, Damien, that's the the song, and basically talking to the devil again, mm-hmm. and he's you know trying to figure his way out. The devil wasn't trying to give him answers and shit, but asking for favors on the side, like, oh, I handle that shit. I need you to do this other shit for me. Which is worse than the shit that you want him to do. <laughs> and, and that's also biblical. Cause like, the devil will do, the devil will give you what you want. Sometimes quicker than God will. But there's, but, yeah, yeah. but, but you don't want it that way. Cause there's gonna be some consequences with that shit. And it's gonna be your soul. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, one of my favorite songs, I remember the shit used to come on MTV. Every time I got up in the morning. What man. you bitches want from my nigga? No, not oh, that one. Okay. Not that one. <laughs> nah, not that one. Flip it. 
It was on oh, every, yeah, every morning, right? <laughs> and Slippy would never be a single in 2021. Because, like, now, if, you, if it's a single, because music is so fucked up these days, in terms of how it's promoted, it got to be something super catchy and fucking positive and upbeat. But this fucking slipping, bro. Woo! Woo! Yeah, that, that shit was fire. That's man. in the top yeah. five realest rap songs of all fucking time. Yes. Yeah. Although... <laughs> 100%. <laughs> It is impossible to find one that isn't edited, and I don't know why. You're right. Because I, you had action, and I was like, yeah. bro, the majority I heard, was they was all edited, like on video. But I also heard the uncut one, too. Where? Like back in the day? No, nah, I heard that one, like on the radio. Really? It was like on satellite, okay. satellite radio. I don't even know how they was able to dig that up. It's weird that that doesn't that isn't available when the rest of the album had cursing on it. Mm-hmm. But that one song, it's like the video version is the only audio version that's out. Yeah. And and that, that's one thing that I should have done like some research on before we recorded because I, I, I wonder what happened there. I don't know. But yeah. It like, might have been on Rough Riders or Dead Gen. I don't know. Yeah. Something happened like with the publishing probably on it. Probably. But that shit, whew, perfect hook. Yeah. He took a hook from a, a from a commercial that people laughed at by the old lady. I followed him. I can't get up and make that shit one of the yep. deepest rapper songs of all fucking time. Yep. <laughs> that whole coming up with the fucking strings, that, that fucking string section set the whole song off perfectly. Like like then like then like a little poem in the beginning. Whoo. Yeah, that that was whew. How'd that poem go? It's a suffering, there you go. but to survive, well, that defined meaning in the suffering. Whew. That shit go on. I was like, damn. That's life, bro. He <laughs> yeah, saw the life of most motherfuckers in like two, in like one stanza. Yeah, when I leave say this, I'm like, bro, god damn. And it hit even me. harder after he passed. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> To live is to suffer. To survive is to find out the meaning of the suffering. Crazy. Something's probably yeah. That might be my Facebook post for tomorrow. (laughs) I think you posted already, like back when he died, though. We can post it again. I know. I think I am. I I, I know. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, I did. I did. You're right. You're right. I think I might post this shit again. Weekly post. <laughs> Shit, but man, but yeah, from there, bless my flesh. He also he got two albums in the same year. Both, both at number one. They're both platinum. Both uh, both both number one. Inter- yep. Inter- inter- one and both went platinum. Yeah, after that ended, it was X went number one. What was single off that? Ooh, I mean, which one? Shit, you had uh, party up. That one? What you bitches want from a nigga? Woo! <laughs> you About had, three cams! Uh, yeah, uh, damn, what's the name of that song? I can't even think of it. The, the actual, because the hook, it's, it's no way it hook to it. Oh, what's my name? There you go. What's my name? Yeah. Because that's the one that goes, dun, 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 dun. 
Oh yeah. That shit goes so hard. Boy. Oh man. Kilty. Kilty. Party party up. I, which, which is crazy, because he probably didn't even want Party Up to be no. good, like the hit hit. But Party Up literally like transcended, because they were saying that shit on fucking ESPN type shit. ESPN, on the news, yeah. all types of shit. That's how hot that shit is. And that's when... Now, this is going to be mainly positive, but like I also want to be uh, objective. I think that that's the song that kind of started to start the decline of DMX because that seemed like, like you said, a song that's kind of forced upon him. And he felt like same way that Eminem had to do back in the day, have that crazy first single first before he got to the real shit. And then as those first singles came out at, on each album, they got worse and worse. Like the first two were good, but then as you'll get to on his last album, it was decent. That first single was trash. Shit, Jake Cole had to do the same shit. Yep. And that's the most... Jay-Z wanted him to do it, supposedly. Yep. Anyway. Because he wanted to hit him, uh, what's that thing? Uh, Say she got him, oh, a workout. Yep, yep. What? And then after that, Nas was, then that's when Nas was like, yo, that's you let Nas down. Well, you let Nas down, and then. Like Nas said, yeah. show they, oh, but we... <laughs> we spoke about that ad nauseum on, on like J. Cole's song but yeah yeah but yeah that's definitely what happened to DMX but the crazy part about that man is that he had proven that he doesn't have to do that because he had songs that were organic or even songs that was kind of forced with uh, the 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 From Real Father's Anthem but still worked but then from that point on he started doing these very commercial songs cause like on the next first single all uh, like which will break up in a second. That song is so popular to this day because of Deadpool. Yeah. But yeah, as you were saying, like you were on um, the one that had Party Up on it. Yeah, Party, party Up. Because Party Up might have transcended more than all the, the other two. And then from there, I feel this is me as a fan. I feel he had a decline, even though that album did go number one. No, no decline. Absolutely, they, that album was the start of the end. Yeah, because they just went ahead to the Great Depression, and it was the goddamn depression. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, because then the next album was Hood Champ or some shit like that, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, great, yep. great Grand Champ. And Grand Champ. That shit was sorry too. Yes, but yes, uh, th- those two albums when he started his really big decline because uh, the the Great Depression had the 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 X on Gibson, oh, right? Baby. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> now yeah, that one, the was hot though, but that hook, man, that hook just took me out. Yeah. Cause that don't know, the boom, 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 don't know. That shit was cold. Yeah. But, but yeah. that hook just killed it, bro. Yeah, it's only like three songs, three, four songs. Wait, wait, wait. Like on the album. Is that Grand Champ or the Great That's Depression? Great Depression. Great Depression. Wait, wait. So, so, Exxon Give It To You was on Grand Champ? No. That was on Soundtrack. Okay, okay, okay. Soundtrack okay. to uh, Cradle to the Grave. Ah, okay. It's gonna get to you with the shit. 
I can fuck with that. <laughs> it was kind of, but it was kind of commercial. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It was but poppy. being yes, but, but I can fuck with it. But being like on a soundtrack, especially that makes sense. Yeah. Um, not to get ahead of yourself or to get you ahead of yourself, but what sync was on? Uh, it was on Grand Champion. Because uh, I thought I thought that was a who we be. It was a Swiss. Oh, it it, it was very forced, wasn't it? It was, it was like a very forced first. Uh, let me look it up. Uh, yeah. right What's it called? Get in the club. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Get in the club. Yeah, yeah, that was on there. That, that didn't work. The Great Depression was there, and one of my favorites. Uh. Uh, what's it called? Man, I love that one. I love that one to to this day. Uh, said, uh, Grandma, this is like, Mama is gonna be, Grandma is gonna be okay. She used to tell me that with faith. And then he was like, Grandma is gonna be okay. Nah. You know. That was a single? Yes. That was a single. I don't remember that one, bro. Tell me that. It was with faith. Faith Evans. Huh. Grandma, gonna be, uh, yeah, grandma used to say it was gonna be okay, and then he was like, you, "She used to tell me that." Grandma is gonna be okay. Now he said, "I really miss hearing grandma is gonna be," and it, and then he would tell basically his whole the the video. It was a video for that too, hmm. and he was he would say the whole uh what going on with everybody in the family mm. to his grandma. Okay, that's you know kind of deep. And that shit was so deep, and that shit was so lovely. Shit, that shit almost made me cry, because when mm-hmm. I heard it again, they did. Yeah, that shit almost brought tears to my eyes. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it was so genuine, because it was just like, you know, blah, 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 so and so, 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 you know, still doing that, grandma, blah, blah, blah. I thank you for this. I thank you for that. I thank you for the blessings, the food, and all that. Yo, it, and when you hear it, it's just like, man. <laughs> mm. You know what? I would say this towards, you know, I would say this hands down. Hands down. Being a Christian guy, DMX, when he died, however he died, it don't even freaking matter. I don't care. I heard overdose. I heard hard that whatever. I know for a fact that he's with God, hands down. Cause I ain't never seen a man praise him in so much in my life. Like you can't even say it. Like you almost can tell DMS was a preacher. Because yeah. he always did it. He did it during the Snoop Dogg, the Snoop Dogg verses. He did it in every album. When he talked to folks, this damn thing, he always put God first. When he got his award, uh, it was like, God does that thing. Like, it was almost to another level to the point. I was like, yo, you cannot tell me this dude is that close to the fact that it was like, yo, when he died, I don't got no question of where he going. Like, straight up. Like, straight yeah. up. I, um, like, straight as, up, bro. <laughs> especially considering, um, I think I told you about this. I'm not sure if you saw it or not. So, like, this one, um, shit's gonna get kind of deep and, 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 and fucked up. So, I really do feel like, uh, like, there's something, um, 
in the Bible that says uh, a man of God can fall down as many times as it takes, and, and God will still forgive him. And well, now that's me paraphrasing. Um, no, but, no, 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 no. You, you right, you right. It just depends. It just depends. It depends on the connection, the connection with God. Right. And with him, mm-hmm. I, I would say this with Ed. Ed's been been through a lot of shit. Exactly. His mama fucking dropping them off at a goddamn, uh, uh, what you call them damn home? The kids. A damn, oh, God, that was damn. Yeah, home. like. At a random group home. Group homes, yes. There you go, yeah. Dropping my at group home places. His best friend, he thought that he was his best friend. Cause he introduced him to crack. Yes. Because he laced the blunt. That's all I was going to say, bro. That's all I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, when he told that story, he was he was in tears telling the fucking story, bro. Cause that's yeah, some, exactly. I was in yeah. tears after he died when I heard about it again. Like that's fucked up, bro. And then, like, exactly. When I was younger, bro, I kind of blamed people who, who were addicts on themselves for being weak or being lazy. But this is probably way too much effort for people like to do a podcast. But I would say that I'm not. I I, I luckily haven't had any type of addiction to any substance, but. But to women, I know for a fact that I was fucking addicted for a minute. <laughs> it's funny, but not funny at the same time, bro. Like, I, I was out of control. I was definitely out of control. So, so because so as an adult, I feel what he's talking about. And I see that addiction isn't always that that person's problem, which is why I'm I, I'm happy and thank God to this day that I have never been addicted to a substance because I don't typically like any substances like it. I can never drink again. I'll be fine. I've never done a drug in my life. But I feel like if I did a drug like crack or heroin, I'll be a, a, a heroin addict for sure. Because if you're if you're if you've had any addiction, you have an addictive personality. And I know that I have that, and I've had it for women. Luckily, knock on wood, I've never had. I don't have any children out there. I don't that I know of. I never had an STD. And, and like unless there's one dormant inside of my body, I don't know about yet. Knock on wood, and I pray that there isn't. But now as an adult. I can see how a person can be addicted and not have control over that. So the seeing where fucking X came from in that and seeing that it wasn't his fault, a lot of people smoke weed. He's the one that mm-hmm. sm- fucking smoked weed. And then this other guy took that choice away from him and put shit in his weed that fucked up his whole fucking life. So if he has that addiction, I don't think that God, for people will say that X was a sinner. I don't think that, or said he was weak because like, he had um substance abuse problem. I don't think that God would not forgive him because I, I I don't think that no exactly he wanted to do drugs and everybody has their crutch like your crutch could be liquor your crutch could be women it could be crack it could be lying it could be being jealous it could be anything like that but if you're trying it, and if you give God praise I don't think that He will hold you at fault for that. Now if you are trying if you're just doing it just to do it. That that's when it's gonna be an issue. But from everything that I've seen, from what I heard, from what from what I can see with his spirit, it's something he had an issue with from a young age, and it wasn't his fault. So I don't think the guy will fault him for that. I don't think so either, at all. I'm right with you on that one, bro. Cause yeah, man, like that's a sad fucking story, and like that fucked up his life, bro. I read this book too. I got this book. Oh, book for real? At the crib. It's in Saginaw. It's at the crib. Mm. <laughs> I remember I bought it and I was reading it and he was talking about that and he was talking about how he got, he got, well, 
he didn't know he was getting raped, but not raped, but sexually abused. Abuse, yep. Yeah, because he was with a female that something, you know, as a male, something folks as a male, when you will be having sex with a female, she older, way older than you. Yep. You think it's right. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. But, yeah, he, 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 it was a lot. That's why I was like, man, in the back of my head, so when he passed, I was like, nah, he just that rest, man. He had rest. It's done. Like, come on now. And then I had like, I, like a lot of people, like, you ain't gonna have no question of where he went. Because he always favored God in a lot, a lot of shit. To the point that it was like, yo, you ain't even got a thing. Like, oh man, he's good. Cause a lot of people don't really have a lot of bad stuff to talk about him. Because yep. of the fact that he always favored God. Cause it, 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 and I think that almost kind of pushed people away. Because right, he did, yeah. I know he fucked up, you know, on movie sets. I know he fucked up mm-hmm. driving at the airport type shit. This and third. I know he did that. He went to jail, blah, blah, blah. But this dude, to this day, still favored the Lord and all that. And then we have to do, man. Like, hands on. And and that's what actually flocked to me. He flocked to me as, you know, a young kid listening to a rapper because he could say all his dark shit and then get to gospel and worshiping yeah. God. Like, it literally... That's a great point. In the back of my head, hell, he should be a goddamn <laughs> Christian singer because the way he flows, bruh, like, it almost hit to the point... Man, Kurt, I, I think Kurt Franklin, I, I, I'm, I'm almost 100% positive that Kurt Franklin sent the prayer section this, that, and third. Mm-hmm. Because I think Kurt Franklin knew that, yo, this, this dude was a, a one, square one, all this stuff. Like, hands down. Cause, it, yeah, cause no, don't know rapper. I've never met a rapper that did that. Yeah. And then also too, he came at the right time. B, Pac had died. Mm-hmm. There's a void there. And, uh, and, puppy didn't want to fuck with him. Oh, right. Puppy didn't fuck with him. Puppy didn't want to fuck with him because he said he's too dark. But, like, still. That was too dark for Bad Boy at the time. Like, that's true. But, yeah. But, um, to your point, though, and, and it's crazy, and it shows you how anointed that he was because of all of the dark shit that he said, we only remember his prayers up to God. Mm-hmm. But this the same man talk about fucking corpses. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. all we remember is his prayer, so that so that tells you a lot. And then, um, I know for a fact that I can feel when somebody kind of has like God in them versus like a person who just says it and like just has prayers and you feel nothing. But 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 when Earl prayed, bro, you felt that shit. Like you felt it for real, for real. Yeah. But oh, even yeah. like say when Mace prayed, I don't feel nothing, bro. Yeah, you know I mean either. But, uh, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going here real quick. Mm-hmm. On Damien, he had somebody featured on that album. On Damien, talking to the devil. Guess who that person was? He the only rapper I know that did this. Who, Mace? He had Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good choice. That's- He's the only rapper I know that had Marilyn Manson on a track. 
And that, besides maybe Eminem had one, didn't he? The devil. That that was crazy. That, yeah, that was crazy, bro. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and that's a great choice because uh, back in them days, especially like uh, I couldn't stand Marilyn Manson because when I was a young kid, like this dude is a fucking devil. He scared the exactly. shit out of me back then. Yeah, like great choice. Um, now also also to your point, like. He spoke of on like his his issues on like movie set, but besides all that shit, he's also one of probably the best rapper actors, especially if you consider how unintelligible his voice was in interviews a lot of times. Yes, you you one hundred percent right, one hundred percent. When he was on that set, bro, because he had some great performances, bro. Mm-hmm. If he would have gotten his shit together more. He could have had a career as an actor way after like his drop career ended. Yeah, he could. Because, uh, like I said, like on Facebook, like a couple weeks ago, um, I've never seen all of Belly, but not because of X, but because of Hype Williams' directing style and Nas. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of Hype Williams' directing style. Like he was good doing video, video like a full length feature. Nah, bro. Yeah, yeah. And when when I do look at Belly, Belly, Belly always gonna be a classic, like a hood classic. But that's what actually brought X out, though, because then he ended up getting to um, Crows to the Gays. Uh, the the one you just said, uh, never die alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then damn, what was the other one? Oh, Romeo must die. Mm-hmm. Was in that mm-hmm. too. Uh, I think he was in one more, but he was the one that a lot of people say that kind of broke the mold for us rappers yeah. doing acting and all that. Didn't he do but, two with Jet Li? Which one? Didn't he do? A second movie with uh, Jet Li? Yeah. Romeo Men's Dying. Oh, no, no. Crowds of the Graves. And... Yes. And Romeo Men's Dying. Okay, yeah, 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 you're right. Romeo Men's Dying was the one kind of pushed it over. Because the last time I heard, they was like, <laughs> they said that it was, that DMX was going to say he lived, he went away and DMX went and drove like helicopters. He had bought some, what do you call it, like, Almost like drone type deals or like helicopters and he was like flying them and shit. And he just left the set and fucking Jet Lee was like, hey, whatever, he left or whatever. Let me know when y'all ready type shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, extras on some that stuff. Very unique, unique character. But uh, good soul. Yes. Yeah, like a very good soul. Um, so, uh, we didn't want to hold anybody like very long on this episode. So we come to talk a very good point, like to, uh, to, to, to end on this one. But yeah, like it, it definitely like a death that like I wish, I wish they would have to see. And, um, the lesson in this should be don't judge people who have addictions because we don't know what they've been through. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, um. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Pretty much it, man. The X was the one of the best. He was one of the greatest 
I would say he's one of the best MCs of all time. Agreed. You know, went, went through a lot, been through a lot, looked through his documentaries, looked through his, you know, documentaries, books he got out, and looked through his music as well, because his music helps. He, he was a good, he, he was a good storyteller, you know, and very far dark person. Mm-hmm. But, once oh. you get to the end of the darkness, you'll see the light. Yes. And I think that's the only reason why he did his album that way. Yes. <laughs> that's a very good point, man. Like, that's a very good point. Um, I, I, I also, I also want to make this point before I look good off too. Um, people were, cause when anybody dies, people want to come and say this. Oh, everybody talk about DMX now. He didn't get his flower when he was like, DMX always got his flowers. Now, no, he did, yeah. People did. are not going to keep rocking with your music if it doesn't sound as good as it used to or if the wave goes past you. That's that's uh, that's your average rap career. The only rapper who, who has been relevant for that long is probably it's just probably Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. X had like his little wave, and his wave was a hot wave, with that, but the waves went elsewhere, and that's not a bad thing. No one says hot... It's rare that a person says hot forever. Well, no one, like you said, I can't think of... Big, a very many people who had anything bad to say about it. Yeah. So, so when people say that um, you can't, that people are trying to be a bandwagon jumper now, that's not the case at all. People definitely always gave him the flowers. Nobody spoke bad about him besides things that he did that were bad, like when he wouldn't show up to shit and things like that. Um, uh, so I, I say that we definitely gave him his flowers and, and like we'll continue to do so, but next time that we come back, we will be back on more uplifting topic. I think we're still gonna try to do our episode on our top five female M- MCs, and then we'll figure out what to do from there. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it for this episode. Anything else you got to say, D Mac? No, that's all right. I ain't got nothing else to say. Just be safe out here, and uh, you be safe out here. Be safe, man.